In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the 2023 Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots, being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the 2023 Nissan Frontier with standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-feet of torque. Welcome to Reasonably Shady, a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to Reasonably Shady. My name is Giselle Bryan and we are here. What's up? I love the way you say that. You, you do? Say it again. Say it again. Reasonably shady. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? This is Robin Dixon, and I am so blessed to be here once again. And you are listening to my nasally voice, so please forgive me. It's my. Hopefully, it sounds sultry to you. Yes, this is your sexy voice. What's the um, actress's name? Um, Eartha Kitt. Eartha, but the white lady. Sophia Loren. Not her, but Lauren Bacall. That one. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. Yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what's up, y'all? Um. Okay, so Robin, we're going to do what we do. What is your reasonably shady moment of the week? Okay, so my reasonably shady moment of the week goes to people in my house who gave me this cold that i have okay okay mm-hmm. yes called children's okay was it Corey or was it carter it was both of them actually so i think it really started from a basketball teammate that spent the night okay had a stuffy nose mm. and then then like a couple days later carter was complaining of a stuffy nose mm. and i'm a you know terrible mom me i'm like oh boy you're all right suck it up whatever here here's some nasal spray oh my god stop whining you're fine right yeah because you're a great mom <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm awesome yes and so then it passed to Corey. Corey, oh i got a stuffy nose oh boy here's a hot towel you all right like you know yes just whatever you're fine go play basketball right then it hit me and i want to be laid out on the couch i want to be that's when like, it got real it got yes, real yes yes miserable so i am congested i've been snuff- stuffy i've been sneezing yeah it like a total head cold which we have not seen for 
shoot, over a year and a half because we've been in a pandemic wearing masks. Right. So yes. now that we're out and about and the kids are, you know, we're, we're maskless everywhere. Now we're getting these germs and getting colds. Yeah. Now, do you have to like, OK, this is a, another question. But, you know, now that we're not wearing masks, do you have to like pay attention to how you your your face looks? L meaning <laughs> like I would do whatever with my mouth. With a mask on? Oh, your mouth, my face. Shoot. <laughs> I <will. laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a whole new um, re-education of how to move my mouth. Right. It's like, okay, you, right. It's it's that. It's like you have to be re-acclimated to the world. And then now when I'm going in places, I feel like I'm missing my mask. So like I'll go into place and they'll be like, oh, wait a minute. Do I need to go get my mask? Like it's, right. it's now it's like. It almost you became so used to it that I feel like I'm missing something when I go somewhere without a mask. Yes. But but yeah, those kids, they got me sick. And who them kids are shady. Them kids mm -hmm. are shady. OK. All right. So my reasonably shady moment is and I'm going to have to call them out. And I love them because I spent a lot of money there. But restoration hardware. Ooh, what happened? So February, around February 14th ish. It wasn't a Valentine's present, but it was just around that time. <laughs> I ordered four big bath towels, bath sheets are what they're called. Okay. okay. They cost $1,000 each. They cost a whole lot of money, there. but I love them. Mm -hmm. And because they're huge, you can wrap your body mm -hmm. around about okay. four times in it. Um, unless you're really big and it's just once. But <laughs> me, it's like four times. And um, and then some little hand towels. Okay. So they, they sent, not hand towels, face towels. So they sent the face towels. I waited five months. What? Five months. For some towels? For my bath towels. Yes, I did. Rest ridiculous. Restoration hardware is shady. I don't know what y'all problem is. It has nothing to do with COVID. It has nothing to do with um, the embargo or not stuff coming in here from the other Suez countries. Canal. It don't have, <laughs> don't have nothing to do with that. It's just freaking towels. Okay. So y'all wrong for that. Okay, so did you get them yet? Oh, I have them. I just got them. Okay, and are they everything? Oh, my towels are everything. They're everything. It was it was worth the wait, but Restoration Hardware got my eye on you. I'm side eyeing y'all. I mean, yeah, that. Mm. Mm. I mean, but you know what? That's going on with everything. Yes, and everywhere, and I mean, just but like, towels, towels. It might, and you know, it probably wasn't. It's like it's not the towel itself. It's like. The little microchip that the machine uses to put the towels together. True. Because you know, true. there's like a shortage of cars right now because there's a microchip. Right. That, like, because I was, I went to the dealer um, just the other day to get my car service and I pulled up and I'm like, dang, this lot is empty. But it's because there's a microchip shortage. Yes. And so this little microchip is preventing them from being able to like produce these big old cars. Listen, it's so, a whole, it's, it's, it's so a whole your towels. Lot. It was probably was like a little, I don't know, a little needle or something that they just couldn't produce the towels for. Like, I mean, it's just restoration hardware. I'm side eyeing y'all. But anyway, we would be remiss if we did not bring up the fact that the Real Housewives of Potomac <laughs> season six has <laughs> premiered. So you know, if you didn't get to see it, you better get to your DVR or your TV or your whatever it is that you watch these things on, and you better get your watching on because it was amazing. It was it was amazing. I mean, can can you believe that like we have been doing yes. this for six seasons yes like i mean so to be honest with you our listeners we aren't really allowed to talk a lot about the show in right. general just as part of our you know um contractual obligations we can't really give up too much about the show but we can speak in general you know i just want to put out there and say thank you to everyone yep. who has supported the show who has supported us who has helped us get to six seasons 
I guess when we started the show, yeah, you think about like, wow, um, the what ifs and where it could go. Right. And trust me, six seasons was not on my list. <laughs> Listen, we didn't think we'd make it past one. Okay. But we still here and we rock and y'all are rocking with us. Y'all have been on this journey with us and we really, really appreciate it. Yes. And thank you so much for watching this the season premiere. It's going to be a great season. Yes. Despite the fact that we filmed it in COVID. COVID, I would like to call, is like the eighth housewife. (laughs) (laughs) It gets a champagne glass. She's she's full of drama. Yes, that COVID. We hated that girl. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) we made it through. Yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Yes. And so Sunday, 8 p.m., don't miss it. Anyway, I felt like we have so many current events, hot topics. All this shit is just happening out here. It's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. And I want to first start with something lightweight. Okay, Okay. lightweight. Mm -hmm. So the other day, Jada Pinkett said that she, back in her day, Mm -hmm. okay, could drink everybody under the table. Okay, so if you was drinking with her, you was going toe-to-toe with her, Mm. trust and believe she was drinking your ass under the table. Isn't she like five foot? She is a buck on nine. Like 4'11", right? She's (laughs) 4'11". She weighs 78 pounds, okay? How does she not die from that? I I don't know. But I want to tell Jada, I want to make an announcement right here. Um, Jada, you don't got nothing on Robin Dixon. No, that's true. Okay. <laughs> Robin Dixon, Throwing trust back. and believe, got you beat. Yeah. Okay. But I have like inches on her. I have I have meat on her. I'm a I'm You a do. I'm 160 pounds. Yes. You know? So so I'm impressed. You know, Ooh. if if Jada can drink people under the table and still wake up the next day, hey, I'm impressed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you're right. You, so did when you saw that, did you think of me? I, I immediately <laughs> thought of you. I was like, I thought Jada, of me too. <laughs> really? I was like, Jada Pinkett, you lying because you have not met Robin Dixon. So that's that is a red table talk challenge, Jada, that we're putting out there. Yes, my Baltimorean, my fellow Baltimorean. Next time, I if I ever see you or whatever, yes, we are drinking. <laughs> Okay, we're drinking. What we drinking? Huh? What you want? Listen. Tequila? I could do that. Vodka? I got that. Whiskey? Give it to me. Jesus. I mean, Jesus, Lord. Go. I just feel a headache coming on right now. Oh my God, a migraine. <laughs> now, I mean, I can say though, like as we get older, uh-huh. our bodies, my, I'm going to speak for myself, my body cannot tolerate the next day that, like, anymore. Yes. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, hard to recover. I mean, and, and for me, I feel it. I got to go to the bathroom a lot. <laughs> Way too much information. I know I'm not trying to be TMI, but that's where it shows up on me. For me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to move on to a little bit more serious topics because a lot kind of blew my mind. I think it was last week when we saw the chocolate pudding eating man leave jail. That's that Bill Cosby. And, you know, I said to myself, my head was cocked to the side and I said to myself, what the hell is happening right now? Because this man admitted, admitted to sexually violating women. Well, okay. Apparently he did not admit to that. He admitted to. Yes, he did. Drugging them. He he admitted to drugging them and sexual violations. Yes, he did. Oh, wow. Okay, see, this is how much I don't read. I read headlines. But he admitted that in a civil case. He did a deposition in a civil case. And he said, the only reason why I will admit this is because you cannot use it ever in a criminal case against him. So, So that's how the technicality came up that he got out. Oh, wow. So it wasn't like, oh, my gosh, 
he's an innocent, innocent man. Right, he was wrongly convicted. Right. No, he got out on technicality. Wow. Okay. So, yes, when I saw that, I and I did not read, you know, the the whys and yeah. how this happened. Um, but I did say to myself, damn, he got some good lawyers. Oh, 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 oh let's be clear. If anything ever goes down with you in Philly, you better get Bill Cosby's lawyers. Right. Because they're going to get you off. And I wonder, are they the same ones that he started with or are these new lawyers? Cause you don't know, know. Cause like, does he have any money left? To be paying lawyers? <laughs> like, okay, so like, what's gonna happen? You gonna get out? And where? How's he gonna pay these lawyers to help him get out? Listen, that 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 uh, syndication money is long. Okay, but but no one's airing Cosby Show. Oh anymore. yeah, oh yeah, that that money has dried up. Right. But I I just want to say, you know, like you know, clearly everybody had their thoughts on this and Felicia Rashad, you got your ass handed to you. You just should have kept your mouth all the way, all the way, all the way quiet. But like when 60 women come out against you, 60, not six, six zero. That's like not, I just believe in karma and God's going to deal with Bill. Oh gosh. That's what I, that's my, that's my thoughts and I'm sticking to it. Well, okay. Um, but did you hear what judge Joe Brown said? uh, Yeah, I did. Ooh, (laughs) now judge Brown, you need to shut the hell up too. Right. Okay. But I mean, he was pretty much like, yes, well, in the seventies, the women, they was groupies and they was just giving it up and that they knew what they was doing. And yeah. And I'm like, this is a judge saying this, which kind of was scary to me. It was extremely scary. And it made me feel like, oh, so you letting any man that violates a woman get off scot-free because... Because she was a groupie. Because she was a groupie. And she right. was there. And right. she... So just because I do drugs with you does not mean you can have sex with me. Right. Those are two different things. Right. So Judge Brown, I'm looking at you side-eyed too. Is right. he retired? He needs to retire. He probably is. Thank God. But... um. Yeah, that that you know, I mean, hey, Bill Cosby. It's one of those things. It's like when OJ got out, or when he got out from. Well, first of all, he got off of you know yeah. whatever, <laughs> and then he got out from the stealing thing or whatever. Yeah, and then it's like, okay, now what do you do with your life? So what is Bill Cosby going to do? Bill Cosby is an asshole because he said he wants to sue the state of Philadelphia. I mean, of Pennsylvania. He wants to sue Pennsylvania. Oh, wait. No, no, no. You know what I saw? Did you see this? He said he's going on tour. Yeah, he's going to go on tour because who's going to buy tickets for that show? Who's doing that? I don't know. That's number one. And number two, he's delusional. And and, and you want to sue for the days that you were in jail because you were wrongfully accused. No, sir. Wrongfully convicted. But, okay, um... Didn't he claim to be blind when he was in yeah, jail now, and, and was see. like asking for like? <laughs> and now you are you can see twenty twenty. Your vision is twenty twenty, sir. Now you rolling up to the comedy club. Get out, get out. Man, stop it and goodbye. He like my with your eighty two year olds. You just better go home and eat your chocolate cake. The I, end. I mean, I do want to say like Bill Cosby always reminded me of my dad, and so to see him go, you know, to see that this is what has come about yes. Bill Cosby like it totally de- like made me very upset and so yeah. I hate I hate all of this in the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs there's no room to fake it when the NBA championship is on the line every pass every shot and every dribble is immediately undeniably consequential the playoffs are the time for the real Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? 
their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful DC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of Black and Brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We're going to move on to our Black Girl Magic at the Olympics. Mm. Okay, because we got a lot to unpack here. All right, first mm. of all, first and foremost, it wasn't the Olympics, but I think of her because the Olympics is coming up. But we, we're going to have an Olympics without Serena Williams. I know. And, uh, um, well, Wimb- right, because she injured herself. Yes. Very early in Wimbledon. Yes. And I was, yeah, very Devastated. upset. Right. Very upset. I love to watch Serena play. Right, right. Watching her walk off the, the court, I was in tears. Yeah. Yeah. And, but she did it bad, though. If you want to leave and say, you know what, I might retire. She had on that shirt that was like uh, a train or something. I don't know what it was, uh-uh. but it was amazing. It was all white. That, that thing looked good doing it. She looked good getting she went that out last wave. Yes. She went out in style. <laughs> so wait, is she done done? Is this that? I, I mean, people are speculating that she's done done because she's, you know, she's she old. looks she's, in pain. And, and she's no spring chicken. She's no spring chicken, Mm -hmm. but listen, she has paved the way for all of these girls. I know, right? I tell every little black girl, every every little black girl I see, like if I see, you know, um, a family and they have a little young baby girl, I say, make sure she plays tennis. Yes. Make sure she plays tennis. Yes, yes. Because we need a whole lot more Venuses and Serenas. Absolutely. And golf and what's you know um naomi yes Osaka, we need a whole lot more of them right now, I, and that's what i who i want to talk about next naomi oh yes because i get it like she wants to play tennis she wants to get on that court she wants mm-hmm. to demolish her opponent and she wants to put on her clothes and Leave. go the hell home i know why do you have to talk press why do y'all have to talk to her i don't get it well you have to look at the flip side She's making a living doing this job. And so if you're playing for a tournament that has a media component and the media component actually fuels, you know, the money that they're able to make. Okay. You know, because they're broadcasting this and it brings them attention. And then you have, I think it's like, it's bigger than just a media interview. But shouldn't it be your choice? Okay. So imagine if none of the athletes gave media interviews, right? Mm -hmm. Then... 
it's just taking away from the sport and then being able to promote the sport. So now we're going to, okay, so, so this should, the NBA, I'm sorry, but they get fined if they don't do their media interviews. Okay. The NFL, they'll get fined. So, you know, there's times like, um, What's the football player um, that ate the Skittles? Um, the Skittles. Um, I don't, I don't know the Seahawks. Um, what's his name? Dang it. Um, we have an Marshawn Lynch. Okay. Right? He would literally just like show up to, like, he hated doing interviews, but because it's required of you know to play in the nfl like it's it's con- you're contractually required to do media interviews like he would literally like answer with like one word <laughs> what would he say skittles <laughs> what would he say i'm here so i won't get fined 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 i'm just here so i won't get fined what yeah. well why what what does the skittles have to do with this Oh, he would eat Skittles during the game to give him energy. Oh, okay. Because Skittles have um, yes, cocaine sugar. in it or something. I don't know. I mean, what? What? Something. He would eat Sounds Skittles. Sounds crazy. Okay. But, but I'm just saying, like, I get it, Naomi. Like, I understand. But you also have to understand, like, this is a business. So Yes, but if it's affecting your mental health, can't she get a pass? Can we give her a pass? But she can she can sit in these many media interviews and do the same thing that these other people do. Oh, so she just has to I'm figure out a that. trick, a trick of the yeah, trade. Yeah, okay. She just has to get savvy with it. But I really think like it's just part. It it is kind of part of the job. Like so for me, if I'm her, like give me the fine, fine. But like if they want to fine her, then okay, she'll she'll pay the fine and then she can go play. Like as long as she's willing to pay that fine, yeah. then she should be able to play but i don't want her to not play because they you know that she because she has to do media interviews. right right that, that that's a tricky one okay so let's move let's move on to that would be smoking weed okay shikari richardson oh, <laughs> you can tell that you don't smoke weed i know i don't i don't at all okay so people are so torn about the you know whether she should be able to go or not i mean how do you feel it's <sighs> another one it's like the rule is the rule right that's how and, i feel and yes as as frivolous as it seems okay like weed is legal in so many places and you know she, she whatever the reason oh she did it because her mom had passed like uh, i'm okay i'm sorry this is probably unpopular opinion but that was not the first time she smoked weed like um, i mean I'm just, it's just not but the rule is the rule and they're yes. there for a reason yes as as wrong as you know as unfair as it is and as widely you know used like marijuana is so widely used now it's still part of the rules it's part of the rules you got to follow the rules you can't break and, the rules for one person and not the rest of the olympic Exactly. And as part of being a disciplined athlete, like you choose to, it's kind of, it's hard because like you choose to train every day and eat right. Yeah. Part of that is also being disciplined and not breaking the rules. And, and it's just like, where does it stop? You know, because there's rules in college sports and, you know, and if you make an exception for one person, you got to make it for everyone. You do. You do. And I I, I feel bad. I do feel bad for her. I, I do. Yeah. I feel horrible, but it's like, if you break, you know, if someone breaks the rule and then they come back and say, OK, well, we'll give you an exception. Then you're going to have all these other people 
who, you know, were subject to this rule and they weren't able to participate in the past for whatever reason, whatever sport, whatever yeah. event. And they're going to come back and be like, that's not fair. Yeah. So, no, 100%. So, she got to sit out. I mean, I hate it. The rule sucks. Yeah. But the rule is the rule. Yes. And I was just looking forward to her hair. I mean, I just wanted to see what color like, it was going to be at the Olympics. Right? I know. Was it going to be purple? Was <laughs> it going to be, be red, green? white, and blue? I mean, I needed to see that. I know. Jeez. Well, I just wanted to see her win. But yeah, that should not hopefully, you know, and I, and I did see a tweet from another Olympian track runner, um, Gabby. Gabby. Gabby Thomas something. Something. Excuse me. I apologize. Um, saying like, hopefully this, you know, people are saying they're going to boycott the Olympics because of what's going oh, on right. with Shikari. But right. like there are many other young black athletes that are running in the Olympics or performing and, you know, gymnastics or yeah. whatever. Like that's, that's, I, I agree. Like let's not boycott yeah. because I'm sorry. She broke a rule. She broke a rule. And like, let's be clear. Like the Olympics, these people are representing the United States of America. Exactly. Like black, white, purple. They, you know, we're Americans. And so we should be out there cheering for Americans. Right. Because it's not that the Americans set the rule. It's the, you know, Olympics as a whole. That's yes. the Olympic committee. Like, and yeah, the rules are probably archaic and ancient and hopefully yeah. they'll revise them at some point. But the rule is the rule. Right. Just... Now, speaking of like athletes, because I know you know all about this particular subject. They did pass a rule. Mm-hmm. So college athletes can get paid now for when what is it yes so they're able to make money period so like now it's not that like they're going to pay them to play basketball but they have the ability to go get paid for an appearance okay um so if a company say a restaurant in town is opening and they want to pay a college athlete to come make an appearance yeah they can do that which they couldn't do before, which I always thought was insane. It's like, how, why would you prevent the, you know, when the schools, oh, y'all can sell jerseys with their numbers, but you know, they're slick with it because they don't put the names on it. So they don't put the last name on the Jersey, but it's like for Juan, Juan was number three at Maryland. There were tons of, you've seen tons and tons and tons of number three jerseys around campus in the gym, wherever. Yeah. I got one. (laughs) Okay. No, I don't. I don't. I'm lying. Right. You don't. (laughs) But, you know, but it doesn't say Dixon on it. So it's like, oh, well, you know, they just bought the number three jersey. They didn't buy right. the Dixon jersey. So it's representing, it's it's Juan's likeness, right? It's mm-hmm. representing Juan right. at, when he was at Maryland and he gets no profit from it. Right. So now do the kids get money? So so I feel like this is one of those, it's like, where do they draw the line? Um, I think it's more, and I haven't really read a whole lot into it. I think it's just more like, okay, now they have the ability to make um, money like so they can do, go do appearances they can you know go do a you know oh come meet me at the club and make right. they can sign autographs and make money for that but I think when it comes to like the schools um, they're probably still going to try to like keep as much money for themselves but at least they won't stop them from making, making money on yeah. their own now do you think that's going to change because you know these kids potentially can make a lot of money yeah. while they're in college which is great um do you think that's potentially going to change the level of money that they get when they make it to the pros, if they make it to the pros? Oh, no, not at all. I mean, that's just going to it. So if there's an athlete and he's able to sign a, you know, a million dollar sneaker contract while yeah. he's in college um, and, and you know, he makes it to the pros, that's only only going to help him elevate the amount of money that he can make in right. the pros. Okay. So, so, yeah, that won't affect them in the pros. But it is I mean, it it was insane. And it's like I. The NCAA would try to, like, prevent – it's like, how do you regulate – you know, okay, most of the big sports, what, 
basketball, football, those mm-hmm. are the ones that are more like the revenue generating sports. And they created these rules because it's not fair to the other athletes, um, you know, the swimming and the tennis oh. and the soccer and the lacrosse. So they would kind of just put out these blanket rules right. because it's like it's not fair to all the other athletes. I think they just didn't want kids to have that kind of money while they were in school and still kind of relatively young. Because, I mean, let's be clear, some are going to just wild out. Well, I mean, that's true. I think it's more of control. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, it's just more it's more of a control thing. You know, I don't know if you know, there's like a lot of young athletes that are like foregoing college and they're doing these like amateur leagues. Yes. They're doing, and I think this will help maybe preserve some of that and keep some of the kids you know, in college. Yes. To say, okay, well, now you can make money. Now you can go to college. Now you can have the experience. Um, now you can develop instead of the kids saying like, I want to make money now. Right, right. So, no, I agree with that. So it's a good thing. But Juan is like, mm, somebody owe me a whole bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> Juan wants his reparations. Give Juan yeah. Dixon his but reparations. That's a, whole, that's, that's, a, that's a whole can. Of, I mean, do you know how many people would be like, she, I, I need some money. Yes. I, I'm yes. on some money. But, but speaking of big money, big money that we weren't we didn't even see this coming did you did you see the announcement that Shaquille O'Neal made that he owns Jesus he owns everything I mean okay so tell me more because I saw something like he's an angel investor in some of these companies that are later like so he he was at um I think a black effect he was at something right and um he was talking business and entrepreneurism and you know making sure that you really put your money in great places Right. right okay so he was like you know who owns Marilyn Monroe? Okay, remember, I had to do my Shaquille voice. Who owns Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> and then everybody was like, uh, Playboy does. And then he was like, who owns Elvis Presley? And everybody's like, huh? He was like, who owns J.C. Penney? Mm-hmm. And he was like, everybody's like, who? Huh? He was like, I do. What? I own all of it. I what? do. And everybody's like, what? Huh? Mean? what? Meaning he's got, he's got ownership in all of these things that we didn't even think he even knew about. How do you have ownership in Marilyn Monroe? Maybe her um, estate or her uh, her patent or her likeness um, or whatever. The NF- NFTs. Have you heard this? This is a whole new thing. We need to have a like a uh, episode on NFTs and crypto and all this type of okay. stuff. Okay, like, no, we're not, not going to talk about that now because I don't know okay. what that means. All but right. my, my point is, Shaquille was looking attractive at that moment. Like he looked like. <laughs> Ooh, Shaquille could get it. Like what? Shaquille so he, Shaquille owns he, about every eighteen companies. He put his money everywhere. I saw where he was. Um, he invested in Ring. Yes, and, yes, Ring. And then it was sold, and Pizza Hut. And then Amazon bought it for like a quadrillion dollars. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Shaquille, you're looking good these days, sir. I very, just want to put very, that out there in the street. Very smart. Very smart. And I think it's great if he's sharing his stories. I mean, clearly, like most of us aren't able to own. Marilyn Monroe. But no. if we, you know, kind of have the foresight to to own something, yes, you know, invest our money somewhere. And I, I, I feel like there's only like a handful. Well, I don't know. I won't say a handful, but you know, we know the athletes that have done well after they left the league. With regards to business, mm-hmm. we have a mm-hmm. Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. We have Shaquille, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think LeBron's done, done LeBron's an awesome done. job while he's playing to create yes different streams of income. Yes, and and for these guys to really talk about it and to really share, like you need to make sure that you are investing in other things that you don't know anything about. Right, right. It ain't it ain't just sports for them. It's it's, it's making sure that they touch other avenues so that you know. Everybody said, not everybody, but I remember Jamal used to always say, you know, you need to have like four or five streams of income mm-hmm, coming in. Mm-hmm. And that's how you build wealth. 
One other thing I want to ask you, because like I've been binging something on TV uh-huh. and I just want to share. Okay. Have you been binging what do you watch anything? It? I binged something the other day. Okay. Yep. Okay, so okay, so let, me, let me let me tell you. Okay, mm-hmm. so my sister, you know, my sister was really into documentaries, okay. and she really likes like a, you know a full like exact story about something. So she was like, "Oh my gosh, just I watch Narco Wars oh. on National Geographic." Mm. Okay, oh, that's like true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it, it, they're now in a season two, and it really dives into the nonsense mm-hmm. of the drug cartels. I love it. Pablo Escobar. Um, what's the boy? What's the other one? There's Pablo, and then there's the one, the little short one that went to jail. And he, then he, oh, Goose, um, El Chapo, Chapo. So, so we got Escobar, we got Chapo, we have the. Now we're into the the Italian Sicilian mafia. Ooh. I mean, it's okay. Long story short, for me at this point, because this is a real straight up documentary, so I'm able to You're like in the wrong really, business. No, I'm not in the wrong business. <laughs> I want it legalized. I just want drugs legalized. Oh, and I know people don't yes. feel this way, but like so many people have died. Right. And the wrong people are getting rich. Right. The minute they legalize drugs, I'm opening up a store. Right. Because I <laughs> my ass is going to be rich. Okay. Rich, rich. I'm going to be a rich bitch. Like it, it, it's, it's absurd the amount of money that's being made and the amount of people that are dying. Oh, yeah. All that's insane. And it's like they're so heartless and ruthless. Yes. It's like it's nothing just for them to kill people. Right. For no reason. Yes. I mean, I, I love watching shows like that. Yeah, though. so Narco Wars on National Geographic. Check it out. Okay. So for me on, the, like, this is like a totally different topic. I watched, I binged four episodes of um, The Encore, which is on BET. Okay. Produced by Carlos King. which Yo! is few, former, hey Carlos! Yes, okay. the former Real Housewives of Atlanta EP. Yes. Um, And I must say, I was thoroughly entertained. What? Yes, yes, yes. So if you're not watching Encore, you need to. So so Encore, it they pretty much pull together nine former female R&B singers. Okay. Put them in a house with the intentions of making a like a mega girl group. Okay. 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 So first of all, that is a recipe. <laughs> For disaster. And Carlos knew that. Okay. That nine. We're making a singing group with nine people. Yeah. There is no nine does, singing group singing people. Right. <laughs> how does that work? Nine people. Like, yes. First of all, how many girl groups are there today? Zero. Zero. Why? Right. Because girl groups cannot function. They can't get it together. Right. They can't agree. They can't, you know, you got one that's insecure. You got one that's, you know, thinks she's the shit. You got yeah. like, I mean, it's just like, it's insane. So there are no girl groups to this day, but well, you know, anymore because right. they don't work. No. But these are kind of my takeaways. So one takeaway I have is like, and I'm watching, you know, okay. So like there's, um, Keely from 3LW. Okay. There's um, two former, two people from 702. There are these twins from Cherish. Do you know them? No. Okay. Never even heard of a Cherish. Um, What's yeah. a Cherish? Cherish. They're okay. twins. Okay. Um, you have Shamari from Black. Black. Blacked. Is it Black? Blacked. Black. Yeah. Black. Black. Okay. Black. All okay. right. Um, oh, Pam from okay. Total, who is like, you remember Total? To- okay. Uh, n- yeah, I remember Total. Pam. I don't remember Pam. Who's Pam? Pam? Short hair. Oh, the short hair. Okay. She's, yeah. Her name is Pam. Okay. Yeah. Pam. Okay. Pam. Who Anybody has, from? Who has, like found God. Like, so she went through like, you know, drinking and drugs and she found God. Okay. So, she's, so now she's preaching. She, yes. She's religious. Okay. So do we have any from Escape? Do we have? No. 
No. Okay, so we don't have candy birds in the house. No. Okay, all right. <laughs> Todd, Todd Tucker is a co-producer. I knew that uh-huh. Todd had candy, had something to do with because they're just rich bitches. Okay, so they, I knew Exactly, it. exactly. Okay. Who else? Who am I missing? Aubrey from Danity Kane. Okay, I like okay. I like her. Yeah, Aubrey, okay. can, Aubrey can sing. She yes. Looks, she look a little different now, but she can sing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyway, so they have them like, you know, singing and, and dancing and stuff. And as I watch it, I'm like... Okay, Robin, you could have been in a girl group. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we that maybe that's our next job, Robin. We're gonna start our group. I'm Why? Like, because they can't sing or dance? I mean, I could have done what I'm, they was doing. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, you know what? When you were freaking 18 to 26, you should have been in a girl group. Cause I could have survived. I didn't know that. I always thought I couldn't sing. I couldn't hold a note. I couldn't dance. I could have been in a girl group. <laughs> Carlos, you hear that? You better put Robin in the next episode. Yes. So when you want to make a, a encore of old, washed up, could have been, <laughs> please sign me up. I, I don't know if that's a show, but okay. I'm here for it. I am here for I it. could have been okay. in a girl group. Okay. okay. I'm uh, just telling you. That's, that's my reasonably... <laughs> shady moment yeah no, no that was all shady shady to the encore okay for the record if y'all didn't catch that shade that was some robin shade but please if you want to be entertained and i'm talking about chuckling and i mean it's just just a, you have women who are former girl group members who are like older they're moms they're married they're, yeah they're set in their ways their days are past and just seeing them interact that's funny and yes it okay is, so i would definitely i will definitely check that yes. out In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. If you're looking for the most epic place on earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, 
Participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We love y'all and we always want to answer the questions that y'all ask. So to be quite honest, this episode is called You Ask and We Answer. Okay, (laughs) that's what's going down today. We put out there on our email, which is what's up at reasonablyshady.com. We put it out there. You guys um, ask questions and we will answer them. So we have a couple that we're going to answer and we're even going to say where they came from. Right. Okay. so what's the first on the First one that we got here. Um, yes. And and please, everyone, keep your questions coming. Yes. Comments, all that. We're going to definitely try to address as many of them as we can. Yes. And but, we we don't mind if they're shady because we know y'all know how to be shady out here in these streets for sure. Yes. But we want to give advice. Yes. We want, you know, just your feedback, your comments, all of that good stuff. Okay. So, so I'm going to read the first one. Okay. And this is from Kelly Jarbo. Hi, Kelly. How you doing? And she says, hi there. I'm really enjoying your podcast because any chance to have more Robin and Giselle is good with me. Smiley face. Thank you, Kelly. At the end of May, before picking up my son at the University of Maryland, go Terps. Terps. Mm -hmm. I stopped in Ikea for a quick Ikea fix. While there, I was convinced for a minute that I saw Corey and Carter. Was I wrong? Your girl used her own. Bummer. She <laughs> says bummer. <laughs> I was so ready to see Robin come around the corner. Do y'all ever shop at, at the college park, Ikea? Is there any hope that maybe someday, just maybe, fingers crossed, I would run into y'all there? Keep up the great work, ladies. I can't wait for the new season. Your devoted fan in Southern Maryland, Kelly. Kelly, we love you. I just want to say that for the record. We love you. That's number one. Number two, no, that was not Corey and Carter. That was some other light-skinned black kids. Right. And um, I haven't been into... Th- I know exactly what story, the the Ikea that you're talking about. And I haven't been in there in 25 mm-hmm. years. No. Right. So, yes, that was not Corian Carter. <laughs> um, you probably will not find me in that Ikea. Right. I've been there in the parking lot to, like, do handoffs of kids. Like, you know, when you kind of meet people and say, okay, drop my kid off. I'll oh, okay. meet you at the, the parking lot of Ikea. Okay. And, you know, I'm dropping my kid off, stuff like that. Right. Um, if Kelly, if you want to run into me, um in the in the you know college in the area you might want to go to a basketball gym oh yes yes robin is there she is in there that's where i am yes otherwise i'm door dashing i'm instacarting i'm ordering everything online right i'm (laughs) right i'm not leaving my house yes yes indeed okay all right so we have another one from elizabeth whistler All right, I'm going to rate this one. Hi, girls. Love the podcast. My question is for Giselle. On the girlfriend episode, Giselle was saying how she's out once someone gets deep. What does that mean? Like, if you're just meeting someone and are not much more than an acquaintance, you don't want to get deep or ever for anyone? It made me feel a little bit sad when she said that because some of my girls know my deepest thoughts and i know theirs i treasure those relationships the light fun and shady moments have their place as well i guess i wondered if giselle ever lets anyone in you know what elizabeth that's a really great question Um, (laughs) elizabeth whistler you all in my business honey and let me just say this 
most of my girlfriends I've had for a very long time. And so when I do have something deep to talk about, which is not very often, like every other year on a Tuesday <laughs> at four o'clock, um, I, I have people that I can do that with. But it's just not what I like to do on a regular basis to have deep conversations like who wants to do that? Right. I mean, I think it's like you definitely don't want to have deep conversations with people you just met. Right. But I also think. Your way of having a deep conversation does not sound like a deep conversation. True. That is very true. Robin you, knows me well. You know what yes. I mean? It's like it it comes with like a lighthearted humor. Yes. Um, but it could be a, a serious topic. Right. But um, Giselle, Giselle has has. Um, I have deep moments. Deep moments. And yeah, I, I would say, yeah, she can be deep, but she doesn't like to like make it. Feel deep. Right. And I don't want to sit around and just start crying and oh my gosh, and we got to braid each other's hair and hug and all of that. No, I don't. I just, it's just not me. That's right. just not me. It's, right. not, it's really not Robin either. So let's just be clear <laughs> on that. But I, I don't want you, um, Elizabeth, to feel sorry for me because when I want to say something deep, I'm probably not going to say it. I'm just... <laughs> It's just not what I do. But thank you, Elizabeth, for, for being concerned. Okay, right. so. But I think some people in general are just a little more emotional, a little more introspective. Yes. Like, you know, everyone kind of like copes differently. Yes. And you just don't, you don't really like hold on to things. No. I think, yeah, I think you easily let stuff go and you move on to the next where some people hold on to stuff and then. You know, yes. And is they just, it's internal. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to read. Okay. So this is not a question that was sent to our email, but um, I read some reviews on Apple podcasts and thank you everyone for taking the time to leave a review. If you're, if you're listening, please, you know, leave one um, and rate us, give us a rating. And we're doing really, really well. I'm so excited. So for the most part, everyone yes. has like really great things to say. Um, this one I thought was so interesting. It kind of made me smile. Well, it did make me smile. So I just want to read this one. So this is from J Lemonade 19. She said, these two ladies, despite one of them being my soror slash AKA, so she's talking about Giselle, me. display contradicting and hypocritical views on the RHOP, especially within the last season. Ho, 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 ho. What's her name? J Lemonade 19. J Lemonade, I'm coming for you. Okay, keep your, reading. That's your soror. Soror. Um, she said, I grew from really liking them to feeling like they are not authentic. And I was like, oh, gosh, where is this going? <laughs> but then it got better. Okay. okay. So she said, but honestly, that perspective is skewed because editing is crazy. And I really don't know these women personally. However, being a black woman who is in the podcast game and have a background in higher education and the communication field, I was eager to listen to their podcast to see what it was about. Well, Jay Lemonade, I'm so thankful that you listened because... She says, she goes on to say, and I am so pleased to say that they are showing and giving us more of their personality. Ah, It's like I can listen to their podcast uh -huh. and actually get a better perspective of who they are. Okay. And I can maturely separate their podcast selves from their reality personality. Great job, ladies. Okay, Jay Lemonade, you redeemed yourself, exactly. my soul. So I, I love you. I, like that was, honestly, for people who have those feelings about us uh -huh. just from watching a show, like I am happy to know that that is what you're getting out of the podcast from us because we want y'all to learn more about us. So thank yes. you for everyone who gave us a chance. Okay. Um, I like that. Yeah, I like that. like us at first. All right. Yeah. And, and you know, we're, we, we are normal and very nice if we like you. <laughs> the end. Okay. So we, we, this is our last one. This is from Tierra. Okay. She says, hi, ladies. 
First, let me let me say how I much we should be saying people's names sometimes. Why? Let's just say the first name, just because. What what if the person she's talking about listens to, and she might not want? Oh, okay. She's talking about somebody. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. Okay. Forget, it's not her name's not Tara. <laughs> it's, it's something else. Okay. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Hi, ladies. First, let me say how much I love y'all. And now my shady ass moment. Sigh. I already love you because you have a shady moment. Okay. (laughs) I know I'm known for throwing a nice party or cookout. The food is good. The music is right. And the drinks flow. Mm, For the fourth, fourth, me and my husband decided to host a barbecue. Not tons of people, just some friends and their kids over to swim and eat. She got a pool, too. Mm. Okay, okay. Where you live, Tierra? Mm-hmm. Well, this chick I know, but don't really talk to like that, said she was coming. Said, not asked. Mm. What she didn't say was, what can I bring? She's been known to show up empty-handed and just unhinge her jaw and <laughs> inhale. Inhale. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but this is getting good, y'all. She's eating. Okay, okay. She's eating good. <laughs> Hell, she showed up to my birthday party without so much as even a card. Just sat there quietly and ate crabs, belched, and left. Now, this is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Not <Okay>. belched. <laughs> okay, most of the time when someone asks. about me. <laughs> what that means? <laughs> most of the time when someone asks what they can bring, I tell them nothing. But she never asked. I'm really tired of her and her bad manners. She never invites me anywhere, but is quick to pop up at my parties and such empty handed. I want her to go away. I'm about to, I'm about ready to block her on all social media and block her number. But before I do, I wanted to see if y'all had a better solution. Okay. Luckily she didn't show up on the fourth, but I know the opportunity for her to party crash, bringing nothing but her appetite was present itself again thanks and then she gives her name which we won't say but it's tiara okay so i don't really know what the question is here so the question is how do you deal with a friend that pretty much is a moocher like that that is always coming to your stuff Uh empty-handed well first of all it sounded like she invited herself yes so Um, you invite yourself and you come with nothing empty-handed yes and you eat all the food right and you burp right yes (laughs) and then you and then she doesn't invite her to anything Yes. Okay. So, but does she have anything to invite you to? That's number one. Probably not. Right. Number two. Okay. So, I feel like I'm. I need to do better at this. I'm really bad. Because this is—is like, is she talking about Robin? Is I, this you? I think she's talking about me. I show up empty-handed because it is like so much for me just to get out the house. That like <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta find something. Like for me to like stop somewhere and bring something, it's yes. just too much. True. So I'm like, my presence is the be, present. Exactly. Okay, I'm for that. I'm for that. But you have okay. But you eating the food because we eat. We like to eat. Yes. Yes. And then okay. But are you ever inviting people to anything you do? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But all right. Let's let's say in Tierra's instance because it sounds like okay. I feel like you don't really like the girl. Period. Yes. You know what I mean? Like if you liked her and she showed up empty-handed, you wouldn't really notice. Correct. You know what I mean? If it was one of your good girlfriends, you wouldn't care. You, you would, just you would be care. happy to see her. Yes, true. But people can wear thin. They're, they're welcome. Yeah, they can wear out that welcome. Okay. 
But I think if it's like really your really good friend, you like there's no such thing. And if it's your really good friend, you're inviting them. This girl is having to invite herself. Let me tell you something, Tierra. Yes, I'm with you. Social media, block her, block her number, all of that. Right. Like who is telling her that you're having this party? Like yes. that's, that's that maybe we need to tell people, can y'all stop telling the girl yes. that I'm having something because I didn't invite her and she comes empty handed. So, and, and she eats all the food. The crab, the crabs? Not the crabs. Uh, yeah. See, now she need to pitch in at least. Drop uh, a, crabs drop a, expensive these days. Drop a 20 or something. Something at the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard one i mean it's not that i just feel like tiara is your house yep your um, party and if you're having a party and you don't want extra folk there that aren't invited you should say that when you invite you know when you send out your list yes i don't know maybe now you just need to have a disclosure like okay text me to see what you can bring like on your invite yes just be yes. like text me to see what you can bring because, or, so or that we all a, you know what this is what you should do Call it a potluck, mm-hmm. and then people will reach out and say, "What should I bring?" And if it, if you really don't need them to bring anything, you'd be like, "No, girl, need to bring anything." But when the Belgian girl says, "Okay, it's a potluck. What should I bring?" Then you tell her to bring some, yes, you know, crabs. Bring bring something. Just bring you the money for all the food that you didn't eat. Okay. I appreciate the questions. I think the questions were were was that our only question? No, we have a whole bunch more, but we don't have that. Yes, much we don't time. have we don't have that much time. That that's actually yes. Tierra, you are ending our show. Thank you so much. That is our show today. Yes. And long story short, get rid of your friends. Okay. <laughs> Scrap them and start over. <laughs> <laughs> and and you can tell her that I said you can be shady. Okay. Yes. 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 You know what? Some, just put it out there. Yes. The girl can't read your mind. Yes. You know. And 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 that is our show. Reasonably shady. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Here right, you Reasonably shady is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. And you can connect with us on social media at Robin Dixon 10, Giselle Bryant, and Reasonably Shady. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes. Real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate girl bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Got my Prevnar 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us, wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic, and at higher risk. 
get vaccinated, but, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't give Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine.